The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. It's time to turn to drink in advance of Christmas. It's time for our beers of the year. And Judith Boyle is back with us again this year. Beverage lecturer at the Technological University of Dublin School of Culinary Arts and Food Technology. And also a member of the Guild of Beer Writers. Judith, welcome back. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. I've got very exciting beers for you to try now. You have loads of very good craft beers. I guess that's the important thing as well. Yeah, so so I've picked um, Irish microbreweries and then I have swung in one um, uh, Belgian beer into the middle of it um, but it's mostly mostly small artisan craft beers Okay so let's start and let's start with the Happy Days Rascals Brewing Company and this is a, a tinned beer at a reasonably good price of €3 Euro as well Yeah so this is light fresh easy drinking um, they they call it their session ale um, it's easy to drink and I think it's really good around Christmas time because you want something that's light and fresh and not necessarily very high in alcohol either. You so, know alcohol, 4.1%. That tastes very, very nice. Yeah. So what, they, sorry, I, am I getting grapefruit type flavour? Yeah, so lots of citrus notes in it. Um, they they pack it with hops. So hops um, make flavour and aroma and they also add bitterness to the beer. But it's not overly bitter. Um, it's nice, easy, sessionable. Um, which is well, really it is. Good. I mean, I'm supposed to be limiting myself to one sip of each, but I've already taken a few <laughs> of this one. That's very, very nice. The yeah. Happy Days from Rascals. Happy Brewing. Days for Rascals. So Rascals are based in, in Chicor, um, and so they're local. They've got a great um, pizza place as well, so you can go have a pint. Is and this a pizza. what you'd have at a pizza? Um, really good with the pizza. Um, easy drinking, um, a nice sessionable beer, um, and it's and it's nice. When you ask me to do beers of the year, I've picked a couple of what we would call um, standout beers from people's breweries, and this is this is a brew, this is a beer that Rascals is known for. So happy it's days, selling well named happy mm. days. Okay, what's your next one for us? So we are moving towards Kildare um, and to Kill, um, and this again is a kind of a signature beer from Trouble Brewing. Um, it is their ambush, ambush even, um, and it's a juicy pale ale. So um, it is based in a New England um, or an NEIPA style. So it's a little bit hazy, but it is packed with huge amounts of hops and tropical aromas. So you get all that aroma. And what's really nice with um, a New England IPA is that it pulls back on the bitterness a little bit. It's very soft. So really easy. soft. And they brew it with oats. So it gives you a really lovely mouth feel to it. Um, that as is well. very nice. But what would you eat? what would you drink this for? What food? Um, so, like, I was basing it basing it on Christmas. So this would go really well with smoked salmon. Um, the bitterness at the end goes through oiliness, so it works really well with anything that has a little bit of oil in it, um, like smoked salmon. Um, also works really well with lobster if you're going all out for your Christmas dinner, um, and also would work well with turkey. So it has a it has a good base. Um, that's beer. lovely. Actually, that's an interesting point. I mean. Do you think that people should consider maybe not having wine with their Christmas dinner or other meals around Christmas that you could have beer just as profitably? Yeah, so uh, beer works amazingly with food. Um, it has carbonation, which a lot of um, wine doesn't. Um, so carbonation is really good in relation to food. It breaks down um, uh, a lot of the fat proteins um, and compounds um, and it works really well in relation to um, matching it. And then beer has huge amounts of different flavours. So the first two beers we had were very um, hot hop forward um, and also fruity and citrus on the nose which is really nice and I am now going to move you to a different style of beer altogether. Um, So we are moving um, 
Carlo via California. So this is a transatlantic um, Irish beer. Um, it is brewed with O'Hara's Brewing Company in, based in Carlo. Um, and O'Hara's, um, as a celebration of 25 years um, brewing their Irish red ale, they decided that they would um, join up with a Californian brewer called uh, uh, Firestone Walker. And they decided what they would do is they would brew their Irish red ale in Ireland, then fly it across the Atlantic um, to California, where they do a barrel project. So they put the beer in barrels um, and age it. So you end up getting loads of um, sour tart notes and then um, brett at the end as well. So brettomyces is a type of fungus. Um, and this would be the traditional way of how we would have brewed beer. So we would have brewed the beer and then we would have aged it in barrels and we would have always had a kind of a, a funky note to our beer. Where does the honey smell come from? Yeah, so it is then brewed with honey. Um, so they then, after they put it in barrels, they put it into the bottles um, with a little bit of yeast, add some honey to it and then they second fermentate it in the bottle. So the bottle has a cork on it with a cage just like you would see with a bottle of um, sparkling wine or like champagne. It can hardly be cheap, is it? Um, it is not cheap. Um, because it has gone from Ireland across the Atlantic and back again and then was bottled and aged for a long time. Um, it, yeah, it is, it is more expensive. So it's about 15, 80, 16 euro. That tastes quite unlike any beer I think I've tasted. Yeah, so this is kind of for that person that's maybe not into beer as much. So it's not hoppy. It's um, really got a lot of flavours that people would associate with wine and especially natural wine. And it's completely naturally fermented. And what's really lovely is because they second ferment it in the bottle, there's slight bottle variations the whole way through the batch. So if you do buy one bottle, pick up a second one, keep it for a little while and try it again. It tastes sweet at first and then there's a sort of a a tang of bitterness yeah, so it's it's sourness more than bitterness. Sourness, so it's right yeah, so it's it's kind of like um, a little bit like Haribo's. So you get that sweetness, and then you get the sourness at the back, um, which is really lovely um, and works really well with like meats. So if you've got a roast chicken, um, it will work really well with it or turkey. We'll put a picture of all of these up on the TFM website and we'll also put them up on Twitter and the rest of it. So we'll have details of each of those if you're not writing them down, not catching them. Uh, but that's the Firestone Walker and O'Hara's Fian Honey Ale. That's very interesting. Yeah. Carlo versus and California. What's very, your next one? And, and it's very interesting what um, breweries are doing in relation to collaborations, either with other breweries or also with... Um, other products. So if we went back to Rascals, um, did a collaboration with Club Orange and they made a, a Rock Shandy beer. Um, and also Trouble Brewing have just done a collaboration with Harry's Nut Butter and done a Nut Butter Ale. Um, wow, okay. So Your next one is the Otterbank Single Barrel uh, from Julius and Lars in Donegal. And this is a whopping 8.1% alcohol volume, although I believe you have some that are even more for me <laughs> I'm going to be falling off my exercise ball here and I'll be out of it. Anyway. Yeah, so a little bit higher in alcohol content. So, um, yeah, it's it's up at the 8%. Again, this is going to be a barrel-aged beer. So this is a really interesting thing that's happening um, at the moment with Irish breweries. They're doing um, really fun, funky um, styles of beer um, and this is Otterbank Brewing in Muff in Donegal and they've um, Declan has decided that he wants to do a barrel project so he has a barrel series um, and this beer has been aged in Madoc um, Bordeaux barrels for 18 months so you should get lots of um, red Sorry, Can you keep a beer for that long in you a barrel? Can, you can keep a beer for that long in the barrel you end up getting those funky Brett notes um, those nice kind of lactic um, acid um, 
finish at the end, which adds the sourness to it. Um, but you get all those floral notes when you start to drink it first. And then you get like that really complex depth of flavour. Um, and it's been really interesting. Barrels are hard to work with because depending on the climate and the humidity, they change. Um, but they're doing amazing things at the moment in relation to barrel programmes in Ireland. Quite sweet, but very tasty. Yes. Yeah. So it has it has that kind of sweetness to it, which is really nice. Wow, that is unusual. Yeah. That's lovely though. And it's sort of an orange look to it. Yeah, yeah it has a it has an orange colour because it has been aged in Madoc barrels, yeah. so it, it brings a little bit of that kind That's of like woodiness to it. it. Seeps into it. Yeah. Okay. And you get um the tannins that you would get in wine as well, um, which also work really well with food. God, this is how you're gonna send me back in the beer. Go on, <laughs> what's your next one? So this is where you're taking a slight departure from Ireland um, and moving to uh, Brussels. Uh, well, just outside Brussels to Belgium. Um, and this is Valdu. Um, and it is uh, Abbey beer. So um, I was actually in this brewery um, at Easter time um, and I was part of the Brussels Beer Challenge. So I was invited to judge at the Brussels Beer Challenge and one of, one of our... Uh, very tough job. <laughs> and one of our excursions was to go to um, Valdu. Um, so it is an ancient abbey um, and what we have is Trappist breweries in Belgium and we also have abbey breweries. So traditionally monks would brew beer um, because they could brew in large amounts. Um, it was more consistent and really good. Um, and this is their grand crew um, version of it. Uh, the monks left the brewery um, in the early um, 2000s, but it is now being run by um, general public. So they okay. have um, they have people looking now, after. It's the beer. a dark beer, but it's not a stout. No, okay. so it it so a, a stout, which we will have in a minute, um, is also an ale, um, but it is brewed with darker malts, and this is brewed with. Um, browner malts but to give it colour um, or darker malts but not quite as dark as say the chocolate malts or the coffee malts that um, would be put into a proper This is high alcohol portion. as well isn't it? It is. So this is their grand crew um, and grand meaning wonderful um, and this would be the highest percentage. So this is 10.5% so it is it is definitely from not... one bottle <laughs> would do you for the night yes. would it? <laughs> this, is, this is you're settling in we're now moving from main dinner um, into the evening. Um, so this would be setting you up, you know, you're sitting down watching some TV um, and just sipping away. Um, and works really well with plum pudding or mince pies because um, it has that kind of um, spicy um, aroma to it and spicy flavoured profile to it too. It's very so nice. It's very nice. And you wouldn't know that it was 10.5% for good or bad. <laughs> Until later. <laughs> Until later. <laughs> okay, but how much everything does that cost? in moderation. Um, it was. It's around four fifty. Um, That's a good value, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and available. Um, all these beers are available in good off licenses. Um, and just a bit of self-promotion in Boyle's off-licence in Kildare as well. You're forgiven uh, that, absolutely. <laughs> okay, that's very, very nice. Yeah, so easy drinking. So okay. we are back in Ireland um, for our next beer. And this is, um, the next two beers are what we would call seasonal beers. So they only come out at certain types of the year. And this is from Dungarvan Brewing. And this is their coffee and oatmeal stout. And what's lovely about Dungarvan is it's a family run microbrewery um, based in Dungarvan and Waterford. Um, and because of that, they really want to support local 
um, as well. So they use a local um, coffee roaster um, to, for the coffee part of the stout. And, uh, and then, you can smell it. I'm, and I'm, you can I'm, doing smell the, it. I'm smelling all of these before I taste any of them and that's a beautiful smell. Yeah, it's really lovely. It's it's creamy. So they also brew it with oats, um, Flavin's oats. Um, and it's a case then that it's um, really lovely and creamy on your mouth as well. Um, and it has a really rich aroma of that coffee um, but also chocolate and and totally winter vibes. Not sweet at all actually. Not know. sweet. So no. the coffee will add a little bit of bitterness to it and then they also use um, the malts that they use add bitterness to it but not um, a different kind of bitterness to our trouble brewing and our happy days um, a little bit um, more at the back of your throat rather than in the front. See I know I'm saying everything tastes fantastic but I suppose I would expect that given that these are your choices Judith and that you wouldn't <laughs> be bringing us in anything that doesn't taste wonderful. Well that but is this, true. This is very nice. But our like the breweries in Ireland at the moment are making cracking beers, um, like really, really stellar beers. Um, so yeah, and it's so and it's always a good time of year to support local, support the people that lovely. you want to see around. And that's only three fifty as well. Only three fifty. Yeah. Okay. So really good value. Not not everything that's artisan is very expensive. Um, so it's good good value. Okay. Um, and you've kept until last for us. Which one? So this is, um, we are going back up to Donegal to Kinnegar um, Brewing Company. And every year they bring out a Winterland um, variation of their stout. So they make a, a stout and then this is their variation of it. Um, and this year they have brewed it with coconut. Yeah, it's, um, it's a, can I say it's a slightly odd smell? It, it is an odd smell because it's kind of... They, it's not the they, most appetising they smell. Just, they describe it as being tropical. So it's, it's strange. Your brain kind of thinks, okay... What should we have? We should have a stout and it should be dark and it should be all those coffee chocolate notes. And this is kind of tropical and light and fresh. Um, and then yet still has that really depth of flavour and that complexity. The coconut kicks through. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is just a really interesting thing. Like everyone loves bounty bars, um, which is like, <laughs> you know. Liquid your, bounty bar. <laughs> yeah, which is like your coconut and your chocolate and your coffee. Um, so it's all in a glass. Um, this is, again, a little bit higher in percentage. Um, so we are up We are up at 9%, I think, or yeah, um, so um, a little bit higher, but definitely the end of a nice beer. Um, and it's it's lighter and fresher than what your standard imperial stout would be. You've made some great choices. Yeah, yeah, that's a little unusual. I don't know how much of that I'd be able to drink. You're n- you're not supposed to drink like it is it's you know the higher higher volumes you're not really supposed to drink a lot of them um but it is it 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 replaces that dessert at the end of a meal um and that's i think people should start thinking about beer a little bit more like that that you can have a liquid dessert you can make it um all nice and friendly um throughout throughout the beer so we're with you we're with you okay judith boyle thank you so much judith from the guild of beer writers what's the name of the off license again a boyle's off license in kildare town okay and you have all of these we have all of these very good thank you very much for joining us thank you The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here.